Hi, this is Nicholas Hammond, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Let me ask you a general question, Lee. You, you told us a little bit about how the successful television writing book came to be. When you when you and Bill write, whether, whether it's writing uh, an edition of the Dead Man series or whether, you, or whether you're writing an episode for television, there's a classic scene in the movies of, of you know, one writer hovering over the other's shoulder, um, you know, bang, you, you're locking, locking each other in a room, bagging out ideas. That's... Is, is that just a scene in the movie, or does it really work that way when you're writing with a partner? Every writing team works differently, and when Bill and I write together, we generally plot the story together, and then we, we alternate scenes in Act 1. Like, I'll take scenes 1, 3, and 4, and he'll take scenes of 2, 5, and 6, whatever. And then we give each other our scenes, and we rewrite each other. until so we kind of find the groove. Act 1's always the hardest. And then he might take Act 2, and I'll take Act 3, and then he'll give me his act two, and I'll give him my act three. We'll rewrite each other, and then move on. Um, occasionally, there are scenes that neither one of us can lick, and when that's the case, then we will both sit at the computer and do it together. But for the most part, we aren't in the same room writing. We we uh, we rewrite one another instead. Well, and it's gotten to the point that we rewrite each other so much that we can't tell who's written what. Yeah, and we're also very good at imitating each other's voice. Um, so we 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 take. It's not like you can look at a script that we've written and say, "Okay, Lee wrote that and Bill wrote that." Yeah. Well, that's 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 what it's all about. If you if, if, you you want it to look like it's coming from one person, even though it may be the product of two people. But Bill and I also write a lot separately, and and that's been great too. Um, in fact, we aren't officially writing partners anymore. We still write and do things together. We did episodes of The Glades last season together, mm-hmm. but we also do a lot separately. I wrote a a, a movie. Excuse me. Uh, called Fast Track No Limits that came out a couple years ago, sort of a Fast and the Furious uh, ripoff <laughs> set in Europe. Um, so we, we do stuff apart. I did this movie Remaindered on my own. Yeah. Um, and I've written scripts that haven't been produced. I wrote a, uh, uh, a script called The Dame Edna Movie for Dame Edna mm. that did not get made. And I've just, uh, I've done a movie called, I've written a script called Gun Monkeys based on a novel by Victor Gishler that has, and I can't mention the actor, but has an A-list major movie star attached and uh, a Japanese director named Ruhei Kitamura attached to direct it. And I'm hoping, I mean, it's looking very good that the financing will come together and the movie will be shot this year. Um, but I'll tell you who the actor is, but he wants to announce it himself, and I don't get in big trouble if I, if I let the cat out of the bag. Well, we won't, we won't get you in any more trouble than you're already in right now. But um, a general question. In successful television writing, you, you, know, you, you go through the, the hierarchy and showrunner, supervisor and producer, you know, line producer, et cetera. Uh, and then you get it down to freelance writers. Now, back in the day, uh, you know, in the in the seventies, sixties, seventies, and eighties, it was quite possible for a, a freelancer to go from one show to another, which is how you and Bill broke into the industry. Yep. Of course, um, is it harder for a freelancer to work in television today, or is it still possible? No, it's much harder, much harder, and it's not the way it used to be. There were there were writers who made a living. Guys like, and I, I'm probably getting this one wrong, but there, there's a, a writer named Stephen Candell who, who, uh, not to be confused with Steve Cannell. No, he wrote for a lot. Of, I mean, he wrote for oh, a lot of, of Mission of, Possible. Yeah, Cy Salkowitz. So there are a bunch of off, uh, of, of writers who would just move from one show to another. They do mm-hmm. a Mannix, they do two Barnaby Joneses, then they do uh, an FBI, or they, they just they jump from show to show to show. Mm-hmm. They do a Mannix, a Harry O, whatever, and they can make a great living and had no desire to be on staff. 
I don't know if that was the case with Ken Dahl. I think he actually was on staff of Mission Impossible or MacGyver or something. But there, there was a class of writers who made the, the the personal choice. I just want to jump around to different shows and enjoy the experience of, of not having to be mired in the production of the show. That's not possible now. Um, the orders are much smaller. We aren't doing 36 episodes a season anymore. We're doing, if we're lucky, 22. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just 13 or 8 or 6. Um, there's not as much um, money available for writers. For the most part, shows are staff-written these days. That said, because the Writers Guild, I may be getting this wrong, requires one script out of 13 to be a freelance, two out of 22, maybe a, a different ratio now. But it's, freelancers still are hired by shows. Um, the, the Writers Guild requires that. And that's still how shows find new writers. But it's not the way it used to be. Uh, on Diagnosis Murder, we'd hire you know, seven or eight freelancers a season. Um, it's just not done as, as frequently anymore. Star Trek, Next Generation, used to hire a lot of freelancers. Um, it also helps to bring in freelancers for creative reasons. It's mm-hmm. nice to get an outside voice, someone who's not locked in every day. You can, you can see it from a new perspective. Monk used a lot of freelancers, and, and that was also because Andy liked to bring in fresh points of view and different voices, and, and that was great. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415 415- Eight eight six seven four one one, or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tv confidential or at tv confidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of tv confidential is brought to us by our friends at front porch realty the community of realtors in the northern bay area of california that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in northern california call karen strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.